We are live for another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go live on all the platforms to give you my insights as to what is going on with the local Bay Area real estate market. We got a lot of news this week and a lot of things have started to get accelerated much sooner. So let's go on with some of the first news. Google joins text reopening wave with April return to office. A lot of people are understanding and realizing this, that we've actually accelerated the return of the office. Remember how we always thought we were going to wait till about like September timeframe for people to come in? Not anymore. Things have gotten a lot faster. And there is a reason these companies want people to be back into the office. And so they're basically having a good amount of people that choose to want to be back. So you have Google, you have Facebook, you have Uber. Uh, it looks like um, those are the main companies right now. Apple hasn't made too many news, but for those of, of you that work at Apple, let me know. I'm pretty sure you guys are uh, required and needing to go back to the office uh, sooner than later. And I know uh, Amazon uh, will likely need to go back to the office as well, which is huge. That's a lot of people that will be going back to the office way faster than they would have anticipated. So it's very, very interesting uh, to see this result and hence why we're seeing a really big tick up in terms of San Mateo and Santa Clara pricing so that um, people can be close to where they work. Because right now, remember, most people have not considered yet uh, traffic, which has been a play for a long time in the Bay Area. So it'll be interesting to see how this continues to play out. But I hear across the entire U.S. that the market is absolutely on fire and uh, the Bay Area is no different. So this particular uh, article, Berkeley Home sells for $1 million over asking price, has caught clearly a lot of attention, right? If Berkeley Home just sold for double its asking price, an unusual fee even in a ultra competitive market like the Bay Area. The reality is this, for those of you that actually know the East Bay or now you have the opportunity to know the East Bay, uh, people have really just low fake uh, numbers. It's a listing practice that's common there to typically list it very, very aggressively below anywhere close to what it'll be. I mean, we're talking about on average 30 to 40% below list price just to get a lot of people in. Those that are educated will have an idea of what this will probably go for and make you know sensible bids. But for those that aren't, this catches attention right? It catches eyeballs. It clearly got my attention. It clearly got uh, the attention of the, the public. But anytime you see these kind of headline articles, I always want to look into it and see what was it supposed to really have sold for. So I actually have found the property itself. The property is here, six Harvard Circle, Berkeley, three bed, two bath, 2,448 square foot home. The whole The list price of this was at uh, a million, 1.15 million, well, sorry, well, yeah, it was listed at $1.15 million and then ultimately sold for 2.3. Now let's take a look at the property itself. I mean, it is a beautiful property and they actually did a did a, quite a bit to take down some of the pictures already, but it is a very beautiful property, make no mistake. And at the same time, you have incredible views from your yard. Views in general, like this kind of view, Um, this, this has a premium about, Oh, it's about $200,000 to $300,000. This is an incredible view that they have. And the condition of the home itself is very nice. 
So there's nothing wrong with the home too. But when you look at this number and you're like, oh, wow, it you know, did everything sell for a million dollars more. And you know, if you put your house on the market, you can sell for a million dollars more. The reality is this was never anywhere close to being what it was. And so how do you determine what the fair market price of this home is? Well, the only way is through a data-driven approach, is which is what I do for all of my clients when we make offers or when we're about to list a house. So if you take a look at this, this is a data, this is an actual extraction of what other homes have sold for in the last two to three months. So you can see for yourself, while this is a very high premium, it's not too crazy, actually, if you compare it to some of the other ones that have sold recently. This is all within a half mile in Berkeley. Now, granted, these are new construction homes, so they're going to be a whole lot nicer, but the square foot is a whole lot less. There is no view that this one has. Um, and so the actual difference when you compare against these two homes that went pending for these amounts, probably 2.2 million, is it probably wasn't actually that far off of what the fair market price is. So that's why it's super important to understand and realize at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the list price is. Unfortunately, um, I have another client that I sent this out too. So if you're listening, uh, this is kind of the exercise that we'll use and th the data speaks for itself. But it is very important to understand what should it have actually gone for. As you can see, list price means absolutely nothing. And so um, when I look at these numbers, it's actually not too outrageous. It would be outrageous if this sold for $3 million. That would be outrageous, right? Because then you're way above these. But if it's like fairly in line and justifiable when you compare to these numbers, it's not so bad after all. Jeremy, thanks for tuning in. Hope you, uh, glad, glad you're enjoying uh, the content. All right, let's continue on. So what's next? Private mortgage industry, uh, private mortgage insurance industry boomed in 2020. For those that, that know, uh, what is PMI? PMI is a uh, insurance that is done from a government level to be able to provide, uh, well, they'll charge uh, some premiums for the borrower to be able to borrow at less than a standard, let's say 20% down. So if they do less than 20% down, um, there will be you know, a difference to cover the gap in the risk that a lender is providing. Now, for those that you know, even in the Bay Area, you can actually buy up to a $820,000 home with as little as 5% down today. So nothing has changed there. They actually increased that amount from last year. Now, for you to be able to do that kind of loan, you will have to pay what they call as mortgage insurance. And because this is an option that's widely available for the entire country, a lot of the quote unquote lower end uh, of a market or like entry level homes will have this as an available option. Hence why they've had a, a huge uh, amount of origination, especially as the market is busy. It is something to be aware of. It is a flexible option, but be sure you're using it carefully. Um, be sure you're using it carefully, right? Because as you can imagine, they are the most leveraged people, right? If you're putting 5% down, you're basically 20 times leverage. Now, if you have the reserves and you have the funds, uh, then use it appropriately, but don't go like all in. And if there's a rainy day, you're not able to you know, pay your, your, your future uh, mortgage amounts. But this is just something to be mindful of, of just how big it has been 
uh, in the last year, given the rise of, especially millennials and first-time buyers. Next, what Biden's infrastructure plan does for housing? Incredible what's been going on, right? I mean, we just recently had uh, another, what, $1.9 trillion being printed and being put in. Now we're going to have another, what, $2 trillion infrastructure plan that's going to be pumped in and added as well. Just incredible to see how much money that the government is just continuing to pump into this economy. And it's not even needed. Like, quite frankly, the economy is roaring back. You know, as soon as vaccines are continuing to be rolled out, I mean, it, we're absolutely just on a tear right now. I mean, look at all the reports, job creations, uh, just the figures all together, the GDP growth. It's been crazy already. And now they want to add another $2 trillion in? Crazy. I mean, I think this is a challenge of having, um, it's just a challenge of having kind of really one party. I mean, I think this is overkill, unfortunately, but what does that mean? It means um, possibly a lot of inflation. It certainly means a ton of debt and how are people going to pay for that debt? But I mean, what do you think is going to happen to prices further, right? If they're going to put another $2 trillion in, this is going to add up to a total of, think of like, Eight nine trillion dollars for this for this recovery. If you look back in the last recession, uh, which was a huge recession, I mean that was like what a couple trillion, and now we're gonna double if not triple. And then you ask why real estate prices are what they are. Boom, this is why. So be able to act accordingly um, because this is just getting started in terms of the amount of money being pumped in. So let's take a look at San Mateo County and look at the data itself. Let's take a look at new listings. We have 188 new listings a week. Look at this amount of contingent pending, though. 210 contingent pending. That is way more than the amount of new listings that are coming in, which means we are going to be very, 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 very tight of product. But if you look at it on a weekly basis, it's the same levels as pre-COVID, and it has been uh, you know, way higher than it has been over the last several weeks. But the buyer demand side is very strong. You don't have to worry about the April figures yet, but you can look at the close of March. You can see where it ended up. It ended up about a 20% increase versus the last two months for single family homes. Condos and townhomes still ended up to be some of the highest. But if you compare against um, the highest of last year, we're about the same levels. But I suspect this will continue to increase as people value the location again. Let's take a look at Santa Clara County. Santa Clara County, 502 new listings a week, 491 that have been taken. Um, this is a 20%, actually, there's a 25% increase versus pre-COVID levels. So a lot of new listings come up, but the buyer side is just incredibly strong. Look at this growth. As you can see through March, pretty stellar as well. Also a 15% increase in the last two months. So it's been um, very competitive, very wild. Market is absolutely on a tear. Data shows it for itself. For those that think this is crazy, it's just getting started. Uh, I know because we just got into contract on two homes today, uh, and I know what you know what it went for in the competition for these uh, these homes um, before it goes public. So that's that. Alameda County continue increase across the board. They continue to do very well um, as people continue to flock into that area. Uh, they've been progressively, as you can see, just steady, steady increase. If you compare it to probably a year ago, you'd be looking at 
let's see, probably a almost a 25, 25% increase in the last year. Pretty stellar and amazing uh, results. Contra Costa County, you can disregard April for now, but even Contra Costa County, like incredible growth. I mean, we're talking about, in this case, over 30% growth in the last year. Amazing to see happening across the board. Even condos and townhomes are picking up. The reason why condos and townhomes are picking up, and those people that ask me this question is, people are getting priced out or they don't want to be able to compete in the single family space. So rather than competing in that space, they would simply just switch to a condo and townhome in that area. You also have a much less of an appraisal risk, which is happening today if you don't have a lot of down payment amounts. So be mindful of that uh, as you as you venture in your search and have an understanding of the market. San Francisco, even San Francisco has done well. I mean, look at these figures. This is for single family. It has beaten all time highs. Well, sorry, it has beaten the year highs. So it is the highest of the year, but nothing too crazy, but it has picked up pretty substantially versus the last two months. So you should have that in mind as you venture out there. Even the condo market has picked up in San Francisco. So you can be mindful of that as you go shopping there. And the last but not least, we'll take a look at Marin County. Marin County also has a pretty big uh, pickup as well versus the previous winter months. We're talking about a uh, 15% increase in the last uh, two months. So I hope you can understand like it's like it's pretty wild out there what's going on. And is it seems like it's just getting started. For those that are acting, actively making bids, you know it for yourself. If you have a home that you're trying to trade up, it is still a good time to do the trade up, um, but it is also important to have the right game plan and the right agent to figure out what is the right strategy in your situation. I'm going through with a client right now. We hope we can get our early preemptive offer in today, um, but we're doing a trade up. So there are programs like with Homelight that allows you to have the financing available, buy a new home, and then sell your current home afterwards. So that is a viable option. You do have to pay uh, percentages to have that, but it's still a much better option for those that don't have the funds to be able to buy first or don't want to have that pressure to sell and then try to buy you know, within a certain time frame. So it is a viable option for you to use, especially in this market. But for those that are buying, um, be mindful. This is the current state of the market. It is a competitive market. It is just getting started. It's very evident. You can see, like I said, just make one bid, see where you think your bid would be, and you will know right away yourself what the market looks like. I hope this was helpful. Thank you again for tuning into another episode. If you have any questions about the market or if you want to talk about uh, me helping you buy or sell, let's chat. My information is on the details below. And um, other than that, I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.